Good evening and welcome. You're watching The Big Fight, a show that is not 23 years old, but young at 23. This is the oldest running debate show on Indian news television. I'm Sanket Upadhyay. Now, you see, this has been on for a very long time. This confrontation between the LG and the Aam Admi Party, Arvind Kejriwal versus Center, since 2015, or one should say December 2013, this has been on. But one started to think that this is how it is going to go. And then eventually the LG versus Kejriwal battle reached the Supreme Court. Mr. Kejriwal's Aam Admi Party got relief. And then the Bharatiya Janata Party-led government at the centre brought in an ordinance. In a way, muting the role of a Delhi chief minister and a Delhi government. That entire matter was cleared, that ordinance converted into a Delhi services bill because it's a, it's a necessity, you have to bring in a bill. It passed the Lok Sabha test, the government has the numbers. It may pass the Rajya Sabha test also because there are many parties which are now supporting the Bharatiya Janata Party. But the bigger question that is being raised over here is what is the purpose behind bringing a bill like this and where does this leave states? And one of the points being raised is, where does this leave non-BJP ruled states? What is the status of Delhi from here on? Could this be a template followed elsewhere? Which is why on the big fight, we ask the big question, the Delhi services bill, this is a federal structure debate because it's that point which is being made all over again by various political parties. In order to understand legal position, constitutional position and the political position, I have with me a panel of experts on the big fight on how they look at this. You see, many of the people who I'm going to introduce now have spent decades and decades in pursuit of understanding constitution, politics uh, and legality. So let me introduce them one by one. Uh, Mr. Madhavan Narayanan, senior journalist, thank you very much for joining us. Thank Mr. You. Javed Ansari is also senior journalist uh, and Arti Jairat, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Desh Atan Nigam is a political analyst and an advocate in the Supreme Court. Uh, Aditi Fadnis, consulting editor of Business Standard, thank you very much for joining us. And Mr. PKD Nambiar, a political analyst. On the show, we begin with what we call is the first punch. Nobody physically hurts each other, but uh, they make their point in under a minute. So we'll begin with you, Mr. Madhavan. Your time starts uh, now. Uh, good day, uh, Sanket. The point is that you mentioned federalism in a broader context, which is very interesting because the Delhi Services Bill is in some way not just about Delhi, but about the concept of federalism in India. And therefore, I find it very interesting as a coincidence that the Supreme Court is also going uh, through the hearings on Article 370, which conferred a special status on Jammu and Kashmir, which has now been bifurcated into Jammu and Kashmir. And we still don't know what's the constitutional clarity on that. Then we also have Manipur, which is a unique case going on because Manipur also has some special constitutional uh, status and it is demographically very different from the rest of India. All these three put together give us a wonderful laboratory case to understand what's going on. So the real questions are how much does the Indian constitution give powers uh, as to states and do are there exceptional cases? Are all states the same? This is the main issue. As far as Delhi is concerned, the irony is that the BJP, which is in power, was uh, leading the movement for what used to be called full statehood to Delhi. And therefore, um, it's ironic that 
First, the person who led it all, uh, Madan Lal Khurana of BJP, never got to be the chief minister of Delhi. Then we had Sahib Singh Verma. Yeah, who, uh, yeah be briefly, sorry. So uh, the point is that BJP is ra- now having to fight its own statehood, which it created or helped create. Now, because it's a national capital, mm-hmm. it enjoys a certain status, but that has already been defined in the constitution as far as I know. If this bill doesn't get, uh, you know, if it, even if it gets past the Rajya Sabha, the Delhi Services Bill, if it goes to Supreme Court, as it is, seems likely, uh, in that case, we'll have the constitutional nuances being discussed, just as we have been doing so in the case of Article Correct. 370. Yeah. So the essence of it is, uh, commonsensically, there are two issues. One is, do you have a civil servant lording over an elected leader? That is a big issue. It's, it doesn't appeal to our sense of common sense where the it's like the prime minister listening to the cabinet secretary and being bound by his okay, advice. Okay. So one last yeah, point. Yeah, I'm going to come. See, last point. One, which is one, that minute, one minute time for opening comments. Okay. So I'm going to come back to you. Yes, Mr. Ansar. I'll take shorter than him so it makes up for the lost time. Okay. You know, as far as uh, non-BJP state governments are con- concerned, this is a moment of despair. And this is an undisguised attempt to neuter not just Delhi, but even state governments, the other state governments, they'd be wondering, if, you know, if you can't, if you're not a decision maker, if you're going to curtail their decision making abil- uh, abilities, uh, capabilities, if you if if they need to look at the center for every decision rather than the state government, who on earth is going to listen to them? Governments also run rutbe pe, and that takes away from the power, takes away from the rutba of state comments. And that's why, apart from the politics, that's why you see a lot of the state government, regional parties rallying around Ahmadmi, even the Congress party, because they may not necessarily be greatly enamored of Mr. Kejival or his party, but they realize that today it's Kejival, tomorrow it could be them. Okay. Atijir. Uh, Sanket, you know, uh, federalism, of course, is, you know, the core issue here. But apart from federalism, I think there's another issue involved. And that is the judiciary and, you know, after all, it is one of the three pillars of our democracy. You had a Supreme Court ruling and then you find that the central government overturns that Supreme Court ruling with an ordinance. Then what is the value of that Supreme Court ruling? What is the value of the Supreme Court if at the drop of a hat the center can overrule uh, what the Supreme Court has decided, and uh, you know, and decided in its wisdom according to the Constitution and the spirit of the Constitution. That is what the Supreme Court does. It interprets things, you know, within the spirit and framework of the Constitution. But the central government just overturned it. So, I mean, I think it's a huge hit for a major pillar of our democracy that nobody has, that the respect that should be accorded to a Supreme Court judgment Mm. has been thrown out of the window in this case. Mm. And I think that raises a lot of questions Mm. also about where the judiciary stands mm. today in our polity. Okay. okay. Ms. Sanket, in fact, uh, Delhi's partial statehood is a creation of the parliament. And it does not stand in the footing of other states, full-fledged states. So that distinction is to be maintained. And once you maintain that distinction, the rest will follow very easily. Now, when the Supreme Court passed that judgment in May 2023, where it upheld that they had, uh, Delhi government had the powers over the services. 
They also said the central government under 239AA3B has the power to legislate on this subject. Since there was a legislative vacuum in ter- with respect to services, they tried to fill that vacuum. Although I do not agree with that judgment because legislative vacuum should always be filled up by the legislature, not by the judiciary. So in this case, that legislative vacuum is not is now being you know completed by way of this particular bill which has now been passed in the Lok Sabha. So therefore, when people talk about the consequences for other state, that does not even arise because this is absolutely different case scenario. It's a truncated state with very limited powers and Delhi being very unique because it has all international embassies and so many things, central government offices. The What was being practiced here was destructive federalism, not cooperative federalism. That was creating a lot of problems for the center. So it is destructive federal, federalism versus federalism that, okay. that has okay. to be I'm balanced I'm going to come back here. to you to explain uh, nuances behind these terms that you have used because this yes, is very I, interesting I, what you seem to be saying. Ms. Aditi Fadnes. Well, you know, um, governors have always been an, uh, a problem. Hmm. Uh, particularly when the state, same government is not in the power in the cent- in, at the centre in the state. Uh, I think a lot of what has happened today uh, is uh, derives from the conduct of the governor. And uh, in the past, we've seen how governors have uh, ridden roughshod over uh, elected state governments, not just in Delhi, elsewhere also. Uh, state governments have been politically uh, been at an advantage Uh, when the governor has overstepped uh, his position. Uh, We've seen this in the past. Uh, But this, I think, this particular problem of bringing, uh, validating, uh, uh, invalidating a court judgment via the legislature uh, is a very political issue. Mm. And uh, while the BJP is quite right in saying that it has never used Article 356 uh, to dismiss any state governments, we do know how it has used governors to undermine uh, elected state governments. Mm. And frankly, this is no different from mm. that Interesting. process. Interesting. Mm. Mr. Nambia. Well, we all know that Delhi is the national capital and it's an international city in every form. The only idea is that whether 15 years the uh, Sheila Dichit was ruling this state without any, in between there was six years of uh, NDA government. There was no conflict between both the central government and the state government. Where is this whole problem have started? When Arvind Kejriwal came in and he wanted to become a super CM and ho- holding on to, and just imagine Delhi has got the Rashtrapati Bhavan Parliament, as uh, somebody was telling about all the embassies and large amount of uh, central officers. Delhi cannot be ruled by, uh, cannot be treated by like any other state. It is, it be- Delhi belongs to everyone, every Indian. And I think the importance, uh, even the security agencies, the large amount of se- uh, security agencies, even in the army, uh, headquarters, etc. is here. So I think the way we are politicizing, talking about the federal structure and relief, first and foremost, it is a UT. It is not a complete state. I think we are going far-fetched because of this uh, India politics. Even the, when the Congress is up, was supporting that cause yesterday in the parliament, I was little amused that why 10 years of UPA 1 and 2, they could not, they did not do this. When during that time they had uh, Sheila okay, Dishit, one, both center and the Mr. Nambia, and let me start by asking you only a follow-up question. And my question is, you say that Delhi is very sensitive, international city, home to many bureaucrats, home to may, 
uh, army headquarters, uh, central paramilitary forces, all the embassies. By the way, none of them report to the Delhi government. The Delhi government is not in charge of security of any of these establishments. So I do not understand when you when you make this uh, assessment or statement, what is the problem with Delhi? See, in any case, the Delhi government had a very truncated and muted role. Three very crucial things. Police does not, never came under them. Land never came under them. So then, to further diminish the role of a government, what purpose does it serve? No, no, they are not responsible for security, providing I'll, security of embassies. You have actually answered the question, what, what you were asking me. The, the reason being, Delhi is special. There is no doubt about it. Now, will this state government, which is has got a limited power, will be able to rule or uh, service the entire Delhi in the, in that effective way? No. For an example, the, the most of the no, development. I'm to understand no, no, why most of why the development this realization come only now. No, I'll tell you this. This is very the formation of this. This this has always been a union no, territory, Sanket, but it became a state S union territory. Sanket, I'll tell you. With an BJ, election. What is the purpose of an elected I'll, government? I'll just tell you. Sanket, uh, Madanlal Khurana and the BJP promised that they will give a full statehood to Delhi when a uh, couple of years hmm. back. Maybe a decade back or two decades back. Hmm. Same has done by Congress. Both of these people, whether it is BJP and the, the, the Congress, they have ruled the, the so country. So you are saying why did they, they have do not it been earlier? able to okay, give it? Okay, so fine. there may be a technical reason that they, it is not possible for Delhi to make a full state. No, I don't know. Either you come up with a fact to tell me what that technical reason so that is. That technical Maybe Mr. reason Desh is simple. Can... The security agencies. But my point is, give... does that technical reason, Javed Ansari, does that technical yeah, reason so mean, I, I'll come to you, does that technical reason mean that you further diminish or mute the role of an elected government? Sanket, I don't think it's a technical reason. There's a hmm. political reason. Hmm. Political reason is they don't want to cede power. They don't want to cede control, especially of law and orders. Hmm. They, they want to have their own man as as the police commissioner. They want to be the ones pulling the string. They would never entertain, be happy with the idea of a single engine sarkar in, 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 in the center. Uh, by that I mean a different party ruling Delhi mm. and and somebody else ruling the center. That's the problem. There is there's nothing to do with embassies and nothing to do with central paramilitary and armed forces because under the constitution armed forces don't come under central government, don't come under the state governments. They report to the yeah, center. So UPA no, one and two and yeah. Sheila Dixit. Yeah. No, no, forget UPA one, UPA one and two and Sheila yeah. Dixit. Yeah. Why, why it has no. not been given? One, one by Can one. I say something? Yes, and you I'll know, come to you. You know this uh, Delhi statehood bill was introduced when Narsimha Rao was Prime Minister. Narsimha mm. Rao was a congressman. Mm. I think there was a lot of debate within government circles from what I remember at that time when I was covering it. There, were, there was a lot of debate in government circles precisely about this whole issue of security because of the presence of central government offices, embassies, you know, paramilitary forces and so on and so forth. So it was decided that security, public order, that is the police, public order and land would remain with the center. But, you know, having conceded that, why do you take away the right of an elected chief minister to appoint his own chief secretary? 
to appoint his own principal secretary, mm. to appoint officers in the government of Delhi. That right has been taken away with this new bill that has come in. That was a right that the Supreme Court tried to restore to the, uh, you know, to the chief minister. Which was overruled. That's right. Uh, which has been overruled uh, now. Is this, and I mean, yeah, 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 I'm sorry, whether it is full statehood or truncated statehood, hmm. an elected chief minister certainly should have the right to appoint his bureaucracy. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Mr. Madhavan, and then I'll come. Yeah. Uh, let me say two things. First of all, Delhi is under de facto to president's rule because of the ordinance that is being brought in. Second thing is that uh, I would disagree with the arguments that because it's a national capital, it has a special status because that has already been baked into the terms of statehood that has been defined already. It's true that Mr. Kejriwal wanted more and he hasn't got it. But to reduce that further is a regressive move. And we have to examine it on two principles. First of all, national capital means New Delhi as a zone, apart from public order and police, already enjoys a status akin to Canberra in Australia, which is located inside New South Wales, or like Washington, D.C., which is like within the Virginia state. So there is already no, a, a sequestering of hmm. the national federal capital. The whole capital. challenge here is... Let, 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 let him just complete. Let me, no, I'll come back. The national capital has already been protected sufficiently on national grounds so the only, all the residual powers should logically be with the uh, elected Delhi government in a democracy, given the principle of the constitution of elected governments taking care of all over the, whatever is due for them. Most important of all is the commonsensical notion on whether a civil servant can, uh, you know, in the name of filling a legislative vacuum, you cannot have a civil servant dictating terms to a chief minister. That mm -hmm. amounts to de facto president's rule. That is my point. And the last but not the least, I need to examine the constitutional nuance on this. There is no constitutional provision to the best of my knowledge and belief that gives any state. We have already gone to the Supreme Court once and I'm expecting a second snubbing unless there is some fine print in the Delhi Statehood Bill, which I've never heard of before. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Mr. Deshatan Nigam, and then I'll come to you. Uh, Sanket, one has to be very clear. So far as the constitutional position and law is concerned, it is well settled for full-fledged states. However, it is evolving so far as Delhi is concerned. For the first time these issues have come because confrontation, we saw the kind of confrontation with right. the self-professed anarchist, mm -hmm. who himself claims to be anarchist, tried to position himself in terms of status next to the Prime Minister, so always abusing the Prime Minister, having a confrontationist attitude with the centre. Sheila Dixit, I'm not praising her, she had a wonderful relationship with the BJP government also and got her work done. Similarly, things could have been done now. What the central government saw, and with Amit Shah also very clearly pointed in the parliament, that the vigilance inquiries, which were actually uh, investigating corruption, one Raj Sekhar who was investigating, he was not being even allowed to investigate. So much of power and threats were brought against him when he was investigating the liquor scam, the renovation of the CM's house. So nothing was moving forward. So there was a constitutional logjam. And a government, a, a accountable government cannot be run if the same, very same government, especially in the context, context of the truncated uh, house or the statehood, does not allow the inquiries which are against themselves to continue. So therefore, it's no, an evolving Nigam, by that logic, That's an argument. By that, that, by, by, by let, that logic, let, Mr. Nigam, by that logic, by that argument, any state government which yeah, the center yeah. feels is not cooperating, allegedly not cooperating. Let me answer that. Then the center let can always answer, come in and wait. Let me answer that. 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 
That is why I made a distinction between a truncated state and a full-fledged state. You mm. did not listen to me properly. Mm. Now let me tell you, that's the difference. Here, the vigilance, if, again I am saying it's evolving. The constitutional position on this subject is evolving. And Supreme Court was very quick to recognize in May 2023 itself. They said if there was a law in this subject, then the, the central government would have been justified. In the absence of the legislative vacuum, they passed that judgment. That legislative vacuum is being filled now. Aditi, how, uh, Aditi Therefore, Fadness, they how are justified. Much, yeah, one more. Aditi Fadness, after listening to Mr. Deshatan Nigam, uh, how much do you feel this has to do with the, uh, the legality, as he explained? And how much of this has to do with politics? For instance, in his opening comments, he said he tried to position himself as uh, you know, right, someone right next to the prime minister. Now, that is a political ambition of someone, which ideally should not warrant a change in a law. I, I mean, I, leaders me can have political let ambitions. Me clarify, I said in terms of confrontationist attitude, okay. which was not allowing the two governments function in a, sure. in a cooperative uh, Look, the fact is, whether you like it or not, uh, an anarchist is the chief minister of Delhi. Hmm. People chief have minister. elected him. Yes. Hmm. So, frankly, I mean, Paroksh Roop se jite hain ya Paroksh Roop se, Apratyaksh Roop se jite hain, the fact is that he's there. So, you can't, politically attacking him is one thing, but using a hammer to swat a fly is not, in my view, a very good administrative method. Okay. Mr. Nambiar and then Mr. Nambiar. See, the whole problem is that, as you said, 15 years, Sheila Dichit ruled this state. There was no issue. There was no confrontation. She handled two governments. One is the NDA government and, of course, the UPA 1 and 2. There was no issue. Madanlal Khurana ruled the, uh, was the chief minister. Sahib Singh Burma was the chief minister. This could also and be he, a commentary on those respective central governments of being slightly accommodating. No, no, that... That's see, this is all the governments were very good, uh, very good earlier, and this no, government just, is very bad. And I think flipping that may, your argument around. No, no, I mean, that, this could also be I a think, reflection of of uh, uh, accommodating central government. No, no, I, I don't think see, the problem is yeah, that I, the Kejriwal is has been really from the day one he was in the confrontational mode. Was he, he ever? Was he? He see promised uh, whatever he has promised. Is there anything he has fulfilled? Was no. that uh, Javed Ansari's no, no. question? Can this be a ground to change the rules? No, no, I am not saying that. It is not because of that. This, this confrontational effort only is the one thing which has made all these spike. Otherwise, there oh. is no, there is no okay. between two governments are working together. Each each one the you are saying is very confrontational. Uh, Can absolutely. that be a ground for a change allow, in allow law? No, no, yeah, one, me, no he, just allow me one sure, sentence. Sure, you know. Uh, before we answer that question, you have to look at the bill. Hmm. It has created a National Capital uh, Civil Services Authority. Hmm. It's a check and balance. Oh, they have not on. taken. They have not taken the, the absolute power. Please, please. I don't like this interference. See, I never no, interfere. I, you, you will no, get your chance. I, I agree. You will get your chance. I agree. You will but get do your not chance. distort facts. See, let please me tell you. Let me tell clearly. you. I was about to speak, but, but you jump okay. in. I'm sorry. Please go ahead. The fact remains that there they have made in such a manner where chief minister is also party in that particular authority with two bureaucrats and ultimate power given to the, uh, the lieutenant governor. However, what happens, not all decisions, 
decisions where there will be problem, decisions which may be unconstitutional, vigilant inquiries which are being stopped by the state government against itself. These are the decisions. Allow it to function. This is a check and balance created in terms of circumstances. Hmm. And this particular act, which, which will become an act, is a creation of a parliament subject to amendments in future. A, it is not creation of not like states, hmm. like creation of states where if you have to bifurcate a state, you have to take a permission from that particular state or that particular assembly. Mm. So this is absolutely different. This is state is a creation of a parliament and subject no, most to of the things that amendments. Most of the things that both of you seem to be saying, Javed Ansari, yeah, uh, Mr. Javed Ansari, is that A, Mr. Kejriwal was way too confrontational. Two, he was trying to position himself as a, uh, you know, someone right next to the prime minister. So what? Yeah, exactly. And, and complete the, it. And, uh, this, is, this is not in isolation, these two states. Yeah, and third, he says that this is, uh, this is uh, a bill which is subject to further amendment, like all bills. Any bill. Like any, any bill. bill. Can any of these reasons be a ground to Change mute or truncate an elect, elected government? That's yeah. my only limited point. Javed Ansari, the and then come back. Yeah, no, state yeah. is self-truncated. Yeah. Okay, okay. The state can, is self-truncated. Yeah. Sanket. Can Mr. Nigam, who knows law better than most of us, hmm. educate us on is there any one provision in the constitution which says that if you oppose the prime minister or the ruling party at the center, so therefore your wings will be clipped? I never a, said that. No, no. Uh, the, I never said that. No, what is the end meaning of the? No, no, end meaning is your before, choice. You are no, no. choosing yeah. it to, uh, you know, interpret Because he was confrontationalist. No, no, okay. I said so that, that, that was leading so that to... Was the now you are interrupting me. Yeah, one, one, no, no, you one are quoting one. me. You are quoting me. One by one. I'll, I'll give you a right to reply. No, I need to say Yes, yes. No. So... He needs to be clipped because he was confrontationist, because he was ambitious. He was positioning himself as a challenger. Which law, I mean, is there a law in the constitution which, which says that, the, that an elected person, an elected chief minister who's been elected multiple times, mm. he will not be able to take decisions, but somebody who's been imposed by the center, he will be the big boss, he will decide, he'll have a final word on postings. Mm. I mean, what kind of a logic is this? Okay, yeah, I, I'll, I'll come to you. Uh, first, and, first, and, first, and, 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 and last one, 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 that the center does not allow a free and fair inquiry against their very own. So should a similar law be brought against mm. the center now? S okay. Sir, okay. okay. One, one, one more. I Mr. Madhavan, Mr. Yeah. Madhavan, my question to you. But first, yeah. my question. Many parties who have state governments mm -hmm. have given their support mm -hmm. to the Delhi Services Bill. Mm -hmm. They are non-BJP parties, Absolutely. right? Non-BJP states. Now, Mr. Kejriwal's party says, today it is happening to us. Tomorrow it could happen to you. It may it may be your majburi to support this bill right now, but you are throwing open a door where, you know, to quote them, this demon is going to attack you as well. So do you feel that this is a valid, valid argument being made? Absolutely. I think it's a valid argument for a very simple fact. I'll put it in a one-liner. The constitutional is political, but the political is not necessarily constitutional. That is the nuance we need to address when we discuss vacuums here. So the federal structure of this country is undermined whenever 
an elected government is overrun by even an office of the governor. And when it's done through a three-member committee that has civil servants and one politically appointed lieutenant governor, it's a QED situation. Now, most important, I want to also add that from the corruption point of view, the central government has also been alleged to have been corrupt in many ways, and there is no independent authority probing it. The irony is that Arvind Kejriwal is being discussed, but it's not the issue. It could be X or Y. But Kejriwal is the one who brought in the concept of the uh, Lokpal as his political springboard. So in the absence of any institution like where an ombuds... Lokpal in Delhi? Yeah, yeah. Which is the Lokpal in Delhi? Where is the Lokpal in Delhi? It's another thing. It's another thing, Mr. Madhavan, that the Lokpal could not see the light of the day. Mr. Nambiar, let him complete. No, no, I'll tell you. I've understood you. I don't want any more Messiha to be created with the Kejriwal idea. No, I think... What is the Kejriwal signature? No bangla, no gadi. Yeah, he has allegedly made a huge bungalow. I want to raise the level of the argument. You get a Wi-Fi public Mr. Nambiar, one moment, please, not like this. Not so, like this, please. I'll so, come to you. You can make your point. In not any like probe situation, uh, an independent inquiry is required, not a political inquiry. And to that extent, a judicially appointed uh, inquiry committee or an ombudsman are the right party to do it. You cannot have a legislative bulldozing of a legislature uh, by invoking some vacuum position. And this is, I'm quite sure the Supreme Court will say what I'm okay, saying Which right also now. brings me, yeah, I, one by one to you, I, because I want to know a legal position. No, See, I how, want to bring politics Sure, please it. do bring politics, yeah. but my question is, how long can you keep having uh, law from centre, then going back to the Supreme Court, law from centre, I mean, this is, uh, appears a, very cyclical. No, no, yes, I'll, 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 you I'll ask you this question. I want to bring yeah. some politics into mm. it, and I think, you know, the BJP needs to do some introspection mm. and ask itself why, after having form the first elected government in Delhi. Mm. Why has it never been voted back to power in Delhi? Mm. For three terms, it was the Congress government led by Sheila Dixit. For two terms, it has been the Ahmadbi Party government led by, uh, by Arvind So having Shivar. failed to win elections in having Delhi, do you think they're trying to rule by proxy? Absolutely. Okay. And I think that's something that is hurting the BJP, mm. that they spearheaded this whole thing, you know, for statehood led by Mother Lal Khurana. Mm. And, and, and Delhi has always been their guard. I mean, even before statehood, mm. you know, when mm. it was the chief uh, executive councillor and everything, the BJP was the a MCD. very strong... MCD. Mm. The BJP was a very strong force. Mm. But for the last, what, 20-something years, it hasn't had a look into power. And this time they lost the MCD election as well. Mm. So I think that something is rankling inside the BJP. And you know, and I that's mean, the genesis that's behind the this bill. That's right. That's Absolutely, okay. this that is purely okay. Okay. political. Well, sure. Purely political. You can put as much legal, uh, you know, dressing Gross on over, it yeah. as you want to. Yeah. yeah. But you, it is you, you may try political. to make it. The argument is you may try to may, uh, put uh, legal lipstick or legal gloss on this issue. It is basically political. When you talk of constitution hmm. and law, there is no gloss. It is black and white. Very mm -hmm. clear. It may be for political analysts uh, like Aarti, maybe a lipstick, but there is no lipstick in law. Yeah. She I didn't did. use that word. I did. <laughs> I mean, therefore, since the conversation, <laughs> so, so, yeah. and a good one, that too. Hmm. So, the fact remains, so far as vigilance departments are concerned, which was a specific point which was raised, in all states, it's with the state governments, and central government has no power to interfere there. But in this case, parliament ensured under 239 AA3B to give absolute power to the parliament to make laws about 
the partial state of Delhi. Delhi. Please understand that. So there is no comparison with other states. The central government <laughs> cannot interfere in those states' vigilance inquiry, except in extraordinary circumstances where CBI mm -hmm. comes into play through a court order or when the state themselves request. Mm -hmm. In this case also, judicial inquiry or scrutiny or subject to monitoring by the judiciary is an extraordinary okay. circumstances, not in the ordinary course okay. of law. The, the, the very cyclic nature, uh, cyclic nature of relief, uh, struck down by the court, Ordinance no, that, being that, brought that, in. That's the judicial review, the power Supreme Court has. But the very same judgment hmm. quotes that since there is no law on the subject, then they quote 239-AA-3B that parliament has that power. So, so I think it is very interesting. That power. I think it is very interesting that thanks to this confrontation, we will have some greater, Ms. Aditi Fadnis, do you feel that in, in due course from now, maybe not immediately, but maybe in, the, in due course, we'll be able to frame or have a better understanding of what to do with Delhi. Because right now, according to this law, the elected government of Delhi, I do not know what role it is going to play. <coughs> Babus are not going to listen to them. We are, we are, we are setting the stage for a continuing uh, sort of disruption hmm. of politics and bureaucracy and administration in Delhi for the next couple of years. Take this from I me. Mean, I mean, the way I look Adit at this... Aditi, I'll call it evolution. Well, you can call it evolution, you can call it revolution, you can call it what you like. But the fact is, nothing will get done in I'll Delhi. tell you this, evolution and revolution and devolution uh, will be uh, affected be by... through manipulation. <laughs> okay, no, another These issue. are natural uh, process. Uh, what, no, 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 but the, but the point process. is, what, what, do, what, do, what do two crore, two crore plus people of Delhi do? No, I, I, let's just hope that they do not become the collateral. I'm yes, glad you mentioned two crore. No, where is the question of those of garbage, sewage, the, you know, bad roads? Who's going to dissolve Sanket, those problems? Ma'am, ma I think you you actually nailed it. One, I think the entire interaction sorry. of today, how many after eight years, if you look back with an arm army government coming into power, how many more slums have added to Delhi or how many One slums, small more point, slums Sanket, have come down? Statistically. The, the only thing is that where we are sitting hmm. right now, just in five kilometer radius, you will have almost five, six slums, which has added... No, Mr. Nandi, come on. No, 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 the idea slums, is that... Some idea clusters is that are not unique to Delhi. No, no, no. I mean, no, there are some clusters in Uttar Pradesh. No, 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 no. My dear, no, Haryana also. You are making no, a wrong thing. You are making a wrong thing. The how many of them have been... I don't know. I mean, I don't have a definite study on the increase in the slum clusters of others. I will give you a fact. I will take you out. Okay, okay. Last one. Anything that upsets the classes. I'm glad you mentioned that. You said that how would it impact the... I'm glad. Artiji, it's not the middle class which okay, is... Mr. Madhavan's last comment, One moment, last comment. I'm glad you mentioned 2 crore because 2 crore is nearly the population of all of Australia. Hmm. And if that is the size of the state you're dealing with, hmm. it's untenable that the people of this place do not get to choose the leader who has sufficient defined powers. Hmm. So if the Supreme Court for, the, for all of us define very clearly the ambit of the Chief Minister... Uh, whether it's legislative, even if it involves vigilance, even if it involves vigilance issues, even if it involves corruption probes, if the, it is rests upon the Supreme Court for, to tell us exactly under the preamble of the Constitution that promises social, economic, and political okay. justice. So, I what think, it, so I, the two thirty nine doesn't matter. All the eyes, preamble matters exactly. All eyes on the Rajya Sabha. 
it'll be interesting to see which party because aam aadmi party is appealing to many of the parties who went with the bjp in lok sabha they are appealing and they wish that these parties will come along and vote with them against this uh, bill and then of course the supreme court let's see what happens but thank you very much for joining us on this part of the week